everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I am your host. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach. Today, I'm going to be discussing why abuse victims struggle with being ethical and moral. Abuse victims usually struggle with a lot of negative emotions such as shame and guilt. As a result of this, and as a result of being abused continuously for long periods of time, there's going to be a sort of engaging in emotional cutoff, disconnecting from feelings, which usually leads to feeling emotionally deadened or numb. Because of this reason, abuse victims oftentimes adopt a level of apathy, a consciousness of apathy. They begin to not really care anymore and stop caring or trying to be a good, empathetic person. At this point, they may throw in the towel or really quit on being a good person, being a person of ethics and morals. For abuse victims, the goal is survival. They have been abused for so long, they are left to their own devices, and the only thing on their mind is how could I survive? So as a result, survival at all costs becomes an attitude, and having ethics and morals will, in essence, get a, get in the way of this survival. Many abuse victims don't necessarily want to be unethical or immoral. However, they have been exploited, and by having ethics and morals and being vulnerable in this way, having empathy, having compassion, they feel that they will be mistreated and have their resources stolen from them, be exploited, being uh, continuously abused, and therefore they will do whatever it takes to survive, and one of those things will be to disconnect from having any empathy or being a person of morals and ethics. Abuse victims are oftentimes living in fear-based consciousness. They fear uh, lack. They fear that there's not enough. Uh, because of this attitude, they are going to feel like they need to fight or constantly uh, exploit to get their needs met. They're going to metaphorically feel the need to drown others before they get drowned or kill before they get killed. And the truth be told, if you are in a narcissistic dynamic, then everybody else is adopting this attitude. There is a certain truth to needing to adopt this mindset. Abuse victims oftentimes, not always, but in some cases, they will feel that in order to survive, they'll need to sort of adopt the attitude of if you cannot beat them, join them. Uh, in essence, they are joining the aggressor, they're becoming the aggressor, which seems like the safer option for survival. They see being ethical and moral, being vulnerable as weak, and always something that's going to be exploited, mostly because they have had their own empathy and compassion and their own moral compass exploited as well. So being vulnerable, being respectful, and being a person of good morals and ethics is going to be somewhat of a liability and even dangerous. Being a good person seems like the losing side. It seems like the person who is aggressive, who's getting what they want by exploiting and bullying, is going to get their needs met. So therefore, no one wants to be the loser, no one wants to be left out, and everyone's trying to get their needs met. So as a result, they may feel the need to join the aggressor in this way who seems to have the upper hand. In this instance, the aggressor seems to have it better, at least in the short term. Uh, and in many ways they do. They have their immediate needs met. However, in the end, it is the side of the aggressor that becomes self-destructive and in an infinitely worse position. Abuse victims oftentimes see lying and being deceptive as a way of life. Because in narcissistic families, the authority figures or parents who are creating the toxic narcissistic family dynamics are normalizing it and making it okay, and in fact themselves engaging in very unethical and immoral behavior. This becomes a way of life, and as a result, the children are never mirrored healthy and moral behavior, and many times they don't even think they're doing anything wrong. Many victims of abuse see lacking empathy or lacking compassion, lacking any sort of moral compass as a way of getting back or taking revenge on those who humiliated them and abused them. It's a sort of finally getting one's power back. And if someone has been exploited, their power dynamics, uh, they're going to feel like they want to take revenge, uh, most usually. And victims will now, because of their ability to lack empathy and uh, lack any ethics or morals, will be able to exploit others who are quote-unquote vulnerable and weak, taking advantage of good standing ethical people. 
For many, they are struggling with addiction and have a difficult time with delayed gratification. They struggle with giving into their initial impulses, uh, are usually short-term gratification focused, and having morals and living by morals is going to take self-discipline, self-control, and the ability to manage impulses and delay gratification. So as a result, there's gonna be a difficult time holding back and having good ethics and morals, especially when a temptation arises. Now, I do believe that we all, as human beings, have an inner compass of what is right or wrong. This would be known as one's conscience. Uh, this, however, when abuse gets challenged, if often destroyed over long periods of time, when victims are exposed to negative mistreatment, it challenges one's conscience and oftentimes it breaks one's will. It brings one's conscience and desire to be a good person. And I do believe that this is why some abuse victims turn abusive themselves, while others not necessarily, uh, and some even go on to heal and become productive and healthy people. Uh, the ones who can hold on to their moral inner compass and conscience use it as a guide, a sort of intuitive guidance a compass out of hell. Uh, they're going to have this sort of inner knowing that leads them to health and a, really a moral, ethical, strong standing life. Uh, I see this as, like I said, a compass out of hell and out of the world of immorality and moral decay to a world of love, light, transparency, health, and growth. The greatest tragedy, in my personal opinion, is not necessarily the personal experiences of abuse that a person goes through. It is what dies in the child that the adult later has to live with. And this is their soul, their self-respect, their dignity, and a sense of being a good person in this world. It's so important to have ethics and morals, not just because we want to be good people, but rather for our mental health. Individually and as a society, without morals and without ethics, without guidelines, without structure, we end up in moral decay that becomes self-destructive and largely is responsible for the countless societies throughout history who have risen to power, uh, created great wealth and power, ultimately to fall apart and crumble like it never existed. Society, as I see it, without higher consciousness, is an empty, meaningless, destructive, selfish, and a narcissistic one. It collapses the individual, and ultimately it collapses society as society is really made up of the individuals in that society, and it crumbles under the weight of human beings who turn selfish, entirely uh, self-serving, and lack any implications of the consequences of their actions. Now, if you have been victimized by a narcissistic abuser, you've been, if you've been raised in a narcissistic home, chances are you struggle with being honest, moral, and ethical. Now, the goal is to heal, really meet your needs in a way that doesn't look outside of yourself. For those needs, which we absolutely need on the outside world, such as human connection, those are ones which we want to look for other people who are ethical, who are respectful, who are moral to help meet those needs. It's important to become ethical because the world will reflect back to you your state of consciousness. So if you're ethical, you'll attract healthier people, people who are strong standing, who have morals, as opposed to being an unethical person, which the world will reflect that back to you with toxicity, unhealthiness, leading to self-abuse and narcissistic relationships, really unhappiness and unfulfillment. So it's, again, so important to surround yourself with moral, with ethical, with healthy, loving, respectful people as we tend to become like the people we surround ourselves with. And just as we were made toxic uh, early on in childhood by being surrounded by people who lacked a conscience, who lacked empathy, and were extremely toxic and narcissistic, in adulthood we can surround ourselves with healthy people and heal in the same way. I want to finish off with a quote. This is from the Jewish philosophy, Ethics of Our Fathers. It says, Woe is to the wicked man, and woe is to his neighbor. And this really is essentially saying that when we surround ourselves with people who are wicked, we ourselves may not be unethical and immoral, but eventually it does seep in, it does rub off on us, and that's why it's so important to connect with people who are healthy, who are synergistic. Um, ultimately, it's important to become a healthy 
synergistic, moral and ethical, strong standing person so that you could connect and attract those people into your life. Again, creating a life of happiness, health and fulfillment. If you're struggling in this way, please take advantage of a free 15 minute consultation that I offer. You can reach me by email, yitzgits at psychologicalhealingcenter.com by phone 252-696-4852. It is such an honor to bring you this episode today. Until next time, all the very best.